Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thank you for accusing me of losing my mind. <laughs> Well, that happens on a pretty regular basis. Good to have you with us, hour number two. I was just having a good, loud discussion with B. Mitch in the kitchen because B. Mitch was a little annoyed at me. I said, don't kill me, Brian. I said, it's just a suggestion. And, you know, we had a good back and forth, and he made some points, and I made some points. And ultimately, I said, well, you know, like, look, at MetLife Stadium, they supposedly switched out the the field turf this offseason. They didn't go to natural grass. They kept it as field turf, but they made it better. And then he was telling me that players now, like because of their spikes, which is something that Goodell mentioned, right, that they have a problem with some of this new field turf, which is supposedly better and more cushioned and more this and more that, because your spikes get stuck in like the, um, I think he called it the twine or the... Uh, you know, I don't know how exactly to explain it on the radio, and and certainly I'm not trying to make this very difficult. Uh, the the point being is, you know, Aaron Rodgers may have been injured one way or the other. A, maybe the Jets should have invested in a better offensive line. B, supposedly he didn't want cut blocks, and they ran two cut block plays on their first four plays, and that's the one he got injured on when uh, Lloyd lit him up and corkscrewed him in. But we don't know if that would have happened on natural grass or not. We don't know. And then again, on natural grass, how many years did we bitch and moan about FedEx Field, which I understand was due and warranted? How many years have we said, ew, look at that playing surface in January or late December after severe weather, even though they keep it covered during severe... I mean, come on, people. This is not as easy as people want to make it out to be. 301-230-0980, Casey Tuhill later on this hour. My conversation with him from earlier this week that we haven't had a chance to play yet after a big Commander's win. If you want to talk about the Commander's Broncos, we are here for you. We started the show so we don't get accused of anything. I think it is not an impossible task, but it is a difficult task. And for many reasons, Denver's defense is better. If they get Judy back, their offense is certainly better. Even if they don't, I would still take Russell Wilson, Sean Payton over Jonathan Gannon, uh, Drew Petzing, who's 34 years old, and uh, um, uh, who was the quarterback? Josh Dobbs. It is a difficult task. It is not an impossible task. Uh, let's get to uh, Paulie to start off our number two. What up, Paulie? 
Hell to the W, man. Hell to the W. No, you've been lost your damn mind a long time ago. And it just proves it, mm-hmm. that you never got the help that you should have got. Right. Because the, the whole question is, this is this the whole question you posing. Not everything, all this other stuff you're talking about, is who it should be responsible for the field. The players or the organization or the league. It's definitely on the organization on the league, right? And which which is the current which is the current case, correct? Right? And that's how and that's how it, that's how it should be. First of all, with these players are making, uh, with these players are making, they make in a week that what you make in a whole year. So don't compare yourself to them. All right, this is a, a multi-billion-dollar business. I'm providing the talent. You provide me the correct the correct tools for the job and also safety. That's the main thing. And for you to say it's not a safety issue, you're crazy, yo. If it's not a safety issue, why well, a couple of years back, Paulie, right, in, in the Paulie, preseason? Let me when did I, well, no, when did I say back, it's not a safety issue? I said it's not a requirement. It's not a requirement. It's not proven. It's not proven. Yo, exactly. It is a safety issue. Just off the fact that a couple of years ago, the Ravens had a preseason game, right, that they didn't play because they said the field – was in terrible condition. It's a safety issue. So the field is among the guidelines of safety issues for the league. So no player should have to invest to get a new field. How am I going to get my money back from that? You already pay. Are you going to pay me extra? Even the league wouldn't even bargain that into a collective bargaining agreement. You're just saying a bunch of crazy stuff once again to try to make it. Wait a second. Right. Wait, 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 wait a second. Well, you said the league is not what collectively bargained. What Roger Goodell just said, said they're collectively I bargained said. it. Listen, man. Listen, man. That's a, that's among. Clean the, the wax out of your ears, Paulie. NFLPA. No, I ain't gonna, that's the NFLPA and and, and and the league. Yes. My whole point of that is. Yes. My whole point of that. My whole point of that is is that that's that, exactly that has to go. With, with the uh, with the league and the ownership. Yes. Ain't no way, in, ain't no way in the world that the players should be. If that's the case, man, I can come in with any helmet I want to, or any shoulder pads that I want to. That's the best thing is. No, the point is, is it should be a collectively bargained thing. We want grass in all stadiums in all climates. It is not incumbent 100% nah, not. on that's, owners to provide something that is a again yes, luxury, yes, not a necessity. No. No, they just saying they saying that because they want to nip this in the bud right now. They don't want they don't want to be they don't want to open their mouths to something that they're gonna be held to later on. That's all that is. But that's this is a safety issue. Like I said, on the, the Ravens, the Ravens preseason game, they they canceled the game because the field wasn't in playing condition. It was a safety issue. So that's precedence right there. You want to go to court? Here go my precedence right here. You view this field as a safety issue, and it should. And the league, the league canceled the game. Hail to the W. All right, thank you, Paulie. The league canceled the game, just like they did at the Hall of Fame game in Canton a couple of years ago. And then they got a better field, right? Because they, if they want the annual Hall of Fame game, if they want to host the USFL, they looked around and said, "Well." We get funding from the NFL. Let's do something to make everybody's life better. And certainly, every individual team can make that decision. Every individual stadium. 
But it's not an end-all, be-all argument. Especially in bad weather climates. Because we've seen, just by having natural grass, does not mean aesthetically it's going to be pleasing. Does not mean realistically it's going to be safe. And it does not mean that during the course of a game, as a matter of fact, I mean, it's undeniable, right? During the course of a game, what gets ripped up more? Field turf or natural grass? Especially if there's an inclement weather element. I think the answer is pretty obvious. All right, let's go to um, G from the shop, who's probably going to yell at me as well. What up, G? I ain't going to yell at you, Brewster. Why you my man? <laughs> and, and my man, Paulie, Paulie did enough of that with his Academy Award winning phone call just now. Oh, wait a second. The- Academy Award winning phone call? Paulie? Take a bow, Paulie. Take a bow, Paulie, water boy. You know, but <sighs> Take a bow and fall over. Is, the, <laughs> no, the fact is, though, the fact is. Is that is, is that what I would hear more of between you two guys? What? You'll hear a lot of smoking from me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, we can't do we can't do everything that, that me and Paulie do Paul yeah. on this station right here. Yeah. We get F A what's they call FAA? FDA? Uh F C C all them all them agencies would be on our butt, Paul. But the the flip flopping is what I got a concern on because it ain't you didn't say that it should be in the collective bargaining agreement at first. You made a statement saying, well, if they want new fields, the players in the NFLPA should go ahead and pay for it if it's important. On, you know, on Twitter, you're you're correct. I said the players and the NFLPA could always help pay for it if it is that important, question mark. That's what I said. No, and see, and see injuries, inclement weather in the wintertime, that's always going to be the case. And you're right. If the tur- turf or the field was different, man, Aaron Rodgers could have got hurt on both surfaces. You're right, because that's part of the game. But the flip-flopping is just what I got a problem with. It sounds like a lot of company man brown nosing from my man Chris Russell today. <laughs> and I think and I think in that kitchen break room, Brian Mitchell got in that ass. Brian Mitchell got in that ass closed. So I think that's where the flip-flopping came from, you know, you 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 are a company man, and and I respect you because you stand on your lord. But I'm just telling you, if I tell my job this new this new thing, we're noticing this environment is detrimental to our health. We're the ones out there taking the hits. We're the ones out there carrying the football. We're the ones putting that helmet on, getting hit like a car accident. All these injuries is being known now. Helmets then changed. I would listen to the people that's making me billions while I'm up in the booth. So that's hey, Jay, before it you go plate. anywhere, that's why I would. Before you go anywhere, you know what's uh-huh. detrimental to my mental and physical health? Having to drive into Washington D.C. every day. No, nah, but you still. But I have to do it, it because that's what time. my boss tells me to do. No, but you know what? You know what? Also, you do. You figure out ways to make it easier. How? Just like this GPS on our phone. I I type the I type the directions in when I know I'm going to the house. I'm going home. I know this route by heart. But I've learned 
if I type the GPS into my house, it might give me a better way. Gee, so I do that all the time. That has nothing. That has nothing to do with my point. My no. point is, is whenever no, you're on the no, road, no, you are, no. you are in danger. You're in danger. No, no. This is this, we we comparing it to football. We no, no, right. Well, I'm just I'm just I'm just using no. a corollary example. My point is, I could do radio, and I still do from time to time at my home studio. I could do it, but my boss wants me here, and I agree with him. I should be here, and it's better for the show. My point is, is that I am in danger every single day driving 74 miles round trip back and forth in hey. Washington, D.C. and Northern Virginia. I am I am hey. in danger. It is not good for my mental or physical health in any way, shape, or form. But there's nothing I can do about it. I've got to do it. I or know, I, I can know, move right down the know. block and pay $2,500 a month for rent in a hey. souped-up condo. But look, sometimes it's detrimental to my sanity and health and listening to Russell throughout the day sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I'm telling you now, see, that show on Tuesday with Doc and the Rooster, Rooster, Mad Doc and the Crosser. Hey, man, that was a that was good. That was good for your emotional health. That was good for your emotional health. No, I'm telling you. Take your bow, because that was a hell of a show yesterday with right. Doc and the Crockpot. I Thank love you. you, Rooster. Thank you, G. Didn't yell at you. I love time. you, too. I love you, too. I like you more than Paulie. Paulie and G from the shop in the same segment. Oof. That quarter hour better have done something. 301 We'll mix in the RG3 Grant Paulson uh, debacle and Howard Eskins calling for something ridiculous. Plus, Casey Tuhill, Michael Lombardi, football done right. His new book at 305 right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, 219, Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. We've got a ton of calls, so we're just going to go right uh, back to it. At 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener line. In a rec, Ace Law helps you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. You want to talk about the Broncos and the Commanders early on? We open the show that way. If you want to talk about the little brouhaha between the NFLPA, the NFL, Goodell's comments, what I said on Twitter, what I've said on the show, what the callers have said, go right ahead. 
Uh, let's get to Lap. What up, Lap? Hey, hey, what's up, Rooster? How are you, pal? Hey, shout out to shout out to G and Pauly, man. Hall of Fame callers there, man. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm behind them, man. That's an honor, you know. Yeah, you're hey, still up on the, you're there. still up on that mantle, Lap. You're still up on that mantle. You've got you've got your bust in the Hall of Fame, man. They they definitely didn't put the work in, so I'm still learning, <laughs> man. But thank you. Hey, um. That that field though, man, it, it's been an issue. Seemed like for years now. I, I worked in um, a law firm, you know, and they were one of the cases was about the artificial uh, turf or whatever, and uh, how it wasn't safe, you know, for the players. So I, I don't know what what what's the best approach. Should we go with you know or, you know grass or artificial turf? I don't really know, but um, those I leave that to the experts, but. If it's an issue, I don't think they should disregard it, you know. Because well, they're not, but that's what people... that's what Goodell said, well, right? Well, I mean, he's well, he's I'm just sure. like instead of theory, we're going to go based on science and experts. Yeah, well, I'm saying if if it's making people uncomfortable, you know, what I'm saying you just you know you can say we're looking into it, but don't act like it's not a, a priority. That's the problem, you know, when people in the higher up they're getting paid big money. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's your job to make sure the field, whoever the experts are, then they need to do their job. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all have a job to do, you know, and we're the experts in that field. It should be taken seriously. That's all I'm saying. Uh, um, you know, I, I understand where, I understand where you're game. coming from, but, yeah. I, you know, and I don't agree with yeah. Goodell on pretty much anything. But in this particular yeah. case, because of the complexities involved, which a lot of people don't think of, including yeah. players – I think Adele is yeah. right on. I think. I, I until I see otherwise, yeah. I think Adele is right on, and I don't agree with him on much. Yeah, I I want to, um, and for the Commanders, man, I, I really want to see, you know, Sam Howell boogie, man. We got a tough defense we going against this week. I really want him to see him boogie, man, and play and open it up, man, because I know he knows his offense. You know, I don't want him holding that ball too long, get rid of that ball, and. Uh, Go from there, man. But I, I think we got a chance to win. It's going to be tough because uh, our team in the past has had trouble against Russell Wilson and Sean Payton yep. coach team. So we have to, uh, you know, dig deep. You know, you know, you know what, what what makes you upset about our teams, especially particularly you know current and years past. You can't really game plan for the Commanders because we're not really consistent, and that's what makes us dangerous. But if we could tweak some things and kind of oppose our will on teams, man, and really come out and take whatever our strength, whatever we do the best at, and that's what we use, man. But you just never know. You know, it might be turnovers. It might be a defensive stop. It might be, you know, offense looking good. It might be defense not looking good. So we, we're just not consistent. And, and, you know, but like I said, teams really can't game plan for us because they don't know what type of team's going to come out. Well, yeah, and, and, and no, I appreciate you, Lap, as, yeah. as always. I appreciate the phone call. And here's the thing. I asked Doc this yesterday, in case anybody missed the show, go back. It's on the podcast, Team 980, theteam980.com, or on the Odyssey app. I said, you know, it's possible that EB was holding some things back for better defenses. He said no. I say, yeah, probably. I say, yeah. Uh, let's get to Jonesy. Uh, hey, what up, Jonesy? Uh, oh, the owner. Jonesy. Good, man. Many home, man. <laughs>
I don't know what Jonesy's doing. I can't put him back on hold, Matt. Um, so maybe we can try and get him uh, to a different spot. Let's go to uh, where are we here? Uh, let's try Skip in DC. What's up, Skip? You're on the Team 980. Rooster. Skip. I've been listening to you for years, and I remember when the player strike, uh, I think it was the 2011. late 2000s. Yeah. 2011, okay. Yep. And you took the owner's side. Yes. I remember yes. very well. Yes. And, uh, you know, they reached a settlement eventually that was, you know, 50-50. Maybe the owners got a little bit of an advantage over them, but that's that's your go-to move. You tend to take the owner's side. I do. What's up with that, man? I do. I, mean, I do because and, be, because I think the onus in every way, responsibility, financially, what have you, is on the owners. So to me, there's got to be a little give and take. Like I understand the players put their body on the line. Nobody's forcing them to. But that's the the given profession that they choose, right? I understand that. I, I like they feed them, they take care of them, they provide transportation. Everything everything is done for these guys. Okay, I understand that's part of the business. What I'm saying is necessities, i.e., helmets, shoulder pads, all that stuff. That's all necessity. This is not a necessity, in my opinion. What was your position on the C on CTE? Because I think I've heard you say in the past that, oh, well, they know the risks. They know what they're getting into. And well, all the advancements and all the science, which you always right. praise the science, has right. shown this is a major issue. Just just look what they found out about uh, Mike Lockley's sure. son. Sure, sure. No, so, no, here, here's the deal, Skip. I, I, am, I am very much in favor. I am very much in favor of at any advancement, any research, any policy, any safety, any improvement whatsoever. Very much in advancement. Uh, very much in, in, in favor. But what, what I can't say is let's shut down the game because people, unfortunately, are dying or struggling because of CTE. That That's not what I'm going to say. So we can't shut down the game. We can try and make it better. But that onus is on not only the owners, but it's also on the players' union, in my opinion, to make rules that are better, to make safety better, to make equipment better, to make everything better. It's on both sides. And I think they've done that and to, to the uh, benefit of the players. They're trying to, you know, with the helmets and all of that. I agree. And and the same with this field trip. Now, one big thing that's going to, I think is going to happen, I predict, because it was Aaron Rodgers and because his injury has cost the NFL money. I yep. mean, all of those Jets games that are going to happen, sure. the, the viewership is not going to be as high. That's going to cost them actual revenue because Aaron Rodgers is, not, is, is out for the season. And so I think there is going to be a big deal made about this, and I think the players' union is right to jump on it because they know they said, "Hey, when a guy like Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, this is our chance to take advantage well, of it." Well, you know what this is called, Skip, and I, and I love your call. I love your call, even though we disagree and we're on different sides of the aisle. Whatever, I, I, I love the passion. I love the intelligence. I love the call. What this is from an NFLPA perspective, this is what I would call like um, a gravy train. Almost. I don't know if that's the right term, but this is an opportunity to pounce on a problem that's important to them that they want no responsibility 
in dealing with. That's what it is. They are pouncing. Well, I think it's going to end up being a negotiation in the it end. It should be. You it know. should be. That's my. That's the point. So I agree with you on that. It should because be. it always does come down to that in yeah. the end. It should be. It's got to be are, when major dollars right. are involved. It's got to be a collectively bargained issue. Mitch, I appreciate. I mean, uh, Skip, I appreciate the phone call. Good to hear from you. Uh, sorry, I was looking at Mitch there uh, up on the screen. I appreciate uh, the phone call. Very good call from Skip in DC. Let's get to Mitch in Jersey before the bottom of the hour. What's up, Mitch? Hey, Chris, how you doing? How are you, Mitch? Well. What's going on? Good. Good, I think. Uh, my grandson, my wife, my daughter, we all got cold. Oh, boy. I'm going back to putting a mask on. Oh, boy. Even though it might be too late. I think yeah. it's cold. She was yeah, COVID's it's roaring cold. back. Is it? I, I can't believe it. I am so tired. And I, and I agree with your CTA. I need to make the thing safer. But before I get to this artificial turf, which is, doesn't belong in football unless it's extremely hot or extremely cold, like Las Vegas, um, and you, Junior, you heard Junior. Sorry, I say you got to say that has something to do with CTA and all the pounding and hitting he did. But these two guys, Julio Urias and that clown from the Rockets, Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, yeah, you can't blame sports. For yeah, this. two absolute scumbags. They'll never, they'll never see this money, and they'll never be uh, on a pedestal ever again as yep. their own fault. Yep. This is how grass. I mean, you say you can come up with bad weather. You might have a point there. But then maybe she put concrete. You don't have to worry about mud and the snow and the rain on concrete. Grass is, I think, is the best in the, in the whole picture. Wait, Mitch, 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 court. Mitch, slow down. Hang, hang on. Yeah. Did you say okay. play on concrete or concrete underneath the field turf? I was being facetious with oh, the concrete. Oh, okay, gotcha. But that's gotcha. Is, though. It's I got gotcha. terrible. Yeah. Well, but, but here's, here's the thing. I don't think we'll ever see Aaron Rodgers play again. Uh, here's the thing, and I appreciate the phone call. It, like the old school artificial turf that I grew up with, right? That many of you grew up with. I remember watching countless baseball games, Bush Stadium in St. Louis, in Kansas City, uh, Philadelphia at the Vet. Was that thin carpet? That's not what we're talking about now. That's not what we're talking about. And again, is real grass better than field turf? Synthetic field turf? Yeah, probably. Until feel until real grass gets chewed up in a week or a season or in a couple of weeks or during a game, and all of a sudden somebody sprains their ankle or corkscrews their calf or their knee. And then all of you blowhards are out there screaming about how the Redskins don't take care of their field or in the Super Bowl how the field surface is so slippery. I, you guys are hard to please. You're hard to please. 231, Team 980, time for a quick trending alert. All right, indeed, we'll do baseball because we're not going to be able to spend a whole lot of time uh, with it. The Nationals officially announcing a multi-year extension with Mike Rizzo to remain as president of baseball operations and general manager. He joined the Junkies right here on the Team 980 this morning at about 9 o'clock. You can listen to it on the Odyssey Rewind or at theteam980.com. Just go to the podcast section. He plans to remain in Washington, uh, Rizzo said, for a long, long time. No exact terms on the deal, but he's in his 50s. 
18th year of running the team's baseball operations, and certainly this year has gone better than many expect. 2019 World Series champion and rebuilding the farm system right here and right now. Nationals lost in Pittsburgh tonight. They'll play again there, 635 once again for your first pitch on 106.7 The Fan uh, later on tonight and the Nationals Radio Network. Tampa Bay doubling up Minnesota 4-2 in the bottom of the fifth. That's the only action underway, and that's what's trending. Oh, I am, baby. Diet Mountain Dew, but I am jacked up. There is no doubt about it. I'm flying high. Also went to Dunkin' this morning on the way in. And I got a um, pumpkin-flavored coffee. But the key, because they try and over-syrup it, is to go with uh, the app automatically locks it in at 4 when you order the pumpkin spice coffee or whatever the hell it is, pumpkin coffee, I lowered it to two. Less calories, less sugar, less syrupy blech. But you still get the pumpkin flavor. A little sweet and low, some cream, bam. Perfect cup of coffee. Very good. But I am definitely flying high on caffeine. Now, it'll wear off. It'll. I'll hit the. I'll. I'll hit the. The. The wall at like ten fifteen tonight. That's my guaranteed. Uh, that's my projection. Am I gonna go over or under ten fifteen? Passed out on the couch. Uh, your microphone is not on. You're right. It wasn't. I had the wrong microphone. That's a good thing though. You want to be going to bed around that time, don't you? Uh, no. That's a little too early. I. I have stuff to do. Now the problem is, is I'm. Literally by like 9.30 after going all day long from 7-ish in the morning without ever really taking a break and, and, you know, all that, I'm like, I'm not being very productive that late at night. You know, I'm fighting it. Like, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to watch the game tape. I'm trying to watch Broncos stuff. And I, I'm I coming up woefully short. I, I've become the kind of person that wakes up at 7 a.m. and I'll just get, watch everything that I need to in the morning at nighttime. Nah, if I'm tired, it's not worth it. I, I don't blame you. I, I'm becoming more like that. All right, 301 Um, Real quickly, before we get back to the calls, uh, I, I didn't bring this up yesterday because I, I didn't know about it. I had seen the Robert Griffin thing that somebody sent me right at the end of the show. I had sent it to Matt, and I was like, ha-ha, you know, we'll play this. Like, oh, RG3 throwing himself into the mix to replace um, Aaron Rodgers and talking about, you know, how GM told him he's too popular or, he, you know, he's, he's too much of a distraction. Listen, I didn't make a big deal out of it yet uh, on Twitter because I don't want to get into it and I don't want to wage a war with all the sycophants. Robert has always been about Robert. Right, Robert's done some nice things, and he's done some nice things for my my daughter. Okay, but Robert largely has always been about Robert. So not surprising to see Robert throw his name in there. Not surprising to basically be like, hey, you know, a GM told me I'm good enough to play, but I'm too much of a celebrity. I mean, that that's always kind of been how Robert has operated. And that's, you know, to each his own. I didn't like the fact that he trashed Grant. 
calling him a weasel or whatever he called him. Um, and Grant made this point, so I'm not going to double down. You know, for a guy who, like, preaches on his Twitter how, you know, religious he is and, you know, God be the glory and all this stuff, yeah, you probably shouldn't be calling people names. Probably shouldn't be calling people's, uh, you know, different, you know, negative names. It happens. Nobody's perfect. Let's just call it this. Nothing that transpired yesterday in any way, shape, or form surprised me if you know Robert. Nothing at all surprised me. And he took offense to a clip that Grant put up on Twitter that was generated by somebody else that had some weird, you know, some some circus music or whatever, clown music at the end. And Robert took offense to it and said, oh, wait a second, there's a longer clip. Eh, you know what? I mean, we all don't see everything. And Robert's got a right to defend himself. I wish he just didn't do it in a, you know, stop being a clown or, or, or uh, a, a, a weasel or whatever the hell he called him. Uh, that to me was too much. That to me was too much. I mean, you want to say, you know, you want to have that in, in, in private, whatever. I mean, they know each other. They have each other's phone numbers. You know, just like when I said, I thought Robert got paid off to put the book away. Robert had a problem. If he heard it, he can call me. He's got my number. My number hasn't changed. I don't know if his has. I haven't talked to him in eight years. But him and Grant, you know, they've maintained a relationship. But Robert didn't want to get criticized. And Robert's very sensitive to that. All right. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls and say hello to Montana in D.C., not in Butte. What's up, Montana? How are you, pal? Hey, what's going on? What's shaking up? Thank you so much for taking my phone. Yeah, no, thanks for making it. I really appreciate it. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. Um, What do you think about, like, the Meadowlands? Last time I checked, you know, obviously two teams play Giants and the Jets. So how would you address that, you know, um, as far as you really can't go to grass in that situation? Uh, That's a great great point. Some high school teams. That's a great point. Yeah, I didn't even think about the two teams. about the the weather part, but it's two teams, two professional teams. That's a great point. I'm assuming a college team, Rutgers probably play one game a year. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. They have plenty of concerts there, I know. And some soccer games, some international friendlies, you know, kind of like they do at FedEx. They usually, you know, they had the Army-Navy game two years ago. I was there. But they don't usually have um, – I don't think Rutgers plays in any games there. Uh, I could be wrong on that. And I don't remember seeing a lot of college games there. But your point alone, Montana, is exactly – uh, the point that I should have made, which is not only is it in the Northeast and bad weather and all that, but like you said, you know, it, it would basically eliminate, first of all, what the NFL was able to do this week, which is play the Giants on Sunday night in the rain and then play the Jets less than 24 hours later in the same building, right? I mean, it would basically take that away. Not that that's the end of the world, but it would take that flexibility away. And more importantly, like you said or suggested, is you get two teams playing in the same stadium um, and it's just too costly to build the Jets a new stadium or the Giants a new stadium, just for argument's sake, because 
of what they put into MetLife. You got two teams playing there, uh, and and, and how even if they're separated by a week or six days or whatever it is, it is not enough time in November and December especially to get the field in perfect condition or in playable condition so that there aren't other problems. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Montana? Hey, one quick thing, Chris. Yes. Can I say one quick thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that argument about the the name Redskins are going away, man. You're going to keep it alive because it should bring back the logo. You can get rid of the Redskins name, but at least bring back the Redskins logo. Man. So, I hear you, Montana. I mean, like if it was up to John Riggins, maybe he would do that if he was the uh, if he was the president of football operations. Good to hear from you, Montana. Appreciate uh, the phone call. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, let's go to Melvin and Largo here before the break. What's up, Melvin? How are you? Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hey, Melvin. Thanks what's going on? Call. I, I listen. I listen to you all the time. Sometimes, guy, you are hard listen. So I, I say that to say, <laughs> in this case, right, when, uh-huh. when we're talking about the, the, the fields, right? Yeah. So, number one, it is the employer's responsibility to provide a safe workforce. And no, the employees should not have to pay for a safe work environment, right? That, that's, that, that's where the conversation should stop. Uh, yes. Responsibility, yes. Right. Y- yeah. Yes. Right? It, it, so, it is. Uh, well, to your point. Right. Uh, like here at Odyssey, D.C., uh, once I'm in the building. Yes, it is a safe. It is their responsibility, I guess, you know, to have electricity and running toilets and water and whatever. But I mean, it, you know, that's the basic bare. But, you know, and a, and not a roof leaking down on me and all that stuff. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. But absolutely. now let me yeah. counter with you. Right. Let me counter this uh-huh. is the field surface, which I understand is what they play on is the field surface whether it's grass or turf or or field turf is based on what the science and based on facts is it a necessity that it be real grass and that eliminates all the problems or is it a luxury a want or a desire so so Goodell had the perfect answer right if it's determined that it is a hazard mm-hmm. playing on artificial turf versus grass, then yes, it should be replaced by the owners. But the key word is it has to be determined. Yes, there's not enough proof out there. Because Correct. The last week, the the, the, the the last week, right? We had two players go down, one on grass and one on on artificial turf. So that makes that that kick that can down the road for the next few yep. years. Yep. Right. That, that's, different now, different injuries. Different injuries. We should point exactly, out, but but both of them got hurt. Right. Right. Exactly. So now one last thing. RG three. I heard that that clip when he said it. Right. I heard it when he said it. The thing that I didn't hear you guys say is that he mentioned about two or three other quarterbacks mm-hmm. in that clip. He did when he talked about. He did. He did. wasn't just him, but I was surprised when he said his name. I'm like, come on, Robbie, you stirring up the pot. Yeah, right? no, so no. He Robert, mentioned you know, Kaepernick you know, and uh, and Wentz and, exactly. and somebody else uh, yeah, as he well. Uh, he did mention other quarterbacks, mm-hmm. right? And then one last thing: Would you rather have Zach Wilson or um, our quarterback? Ooh, oh, Sam Howell. Sam Howell, ten thousand uh, times. Absolutely. So, we're not as bad off as, as as they want to put it. They make us to be right Correct. across the league. I agree. I think we got to 
we got a quarterback that we can run with. I, I really do. I agree. Thank hey, you, Melvin. Good thoughts. to hear from you. Appreciate it. 301-230-0980. We'll get to Sean in Miami. We'll get to Jones. We'll get to Bill. Uh, we'll get to Casey Tuhill as well. Uh, we're going to push Casey Tuhill, Matt, back into the 3 o'clock hour after Michael Lombardi uh, so we can run through as many calls as we can because you guys are, are are interested in this, which is good because it was a little slow to start. So I'm glad everybody got up in a lather and we can have good, intelligent sports talk debates. You want to talk about the Commanders and the Broncos early on? Absolutely. Uh, you want to talk about RG3 versus Grant or what RG3 said about the Jets quarterback situation. And again, there's all sorts of context to everything. You shape everything, uh, you know, the way we want to see it sometimes and the way we want it to be. Doesn't mean that's always the case. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law. Listener lines in a rec Ace Law. I hope you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW on the Team 980. Always live and free on the Odyssey app. All right, 252, good to have you with us right here on the Team 980. Let's get back to the calls, and uh, let's see, where are we going here? Uh, let's go to Jonesy. What up, Jonesy? Hey, How are you, pal? Man, listen, I-, I heard you earlier when you called my name, but I had to straighten out air quality control. Mm. And let me explain a little bit more further. Look, I, I, had- I walked into a gas station. Uh, there was a gentleman who I won't name. <clears throat> he was smelling pretty pretty rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't come out the house right. You know, I feel as though if I put on my deodorant and everything yeah. and come out, and definitely I should not offend you right. with a ter- terrible odorous smell. I shouldn't do that. If you pretty much put the, put the you know, cobra clutch on me, I would kindly understand. Wait, Jonesy, <laughs> I have a serious question. You me. you ran into Polly? Oh. What a I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I know you like to put him in the Cobra Clutch, the Boston Crab, and maybe even Bob Backlund's chicken, <laughs> cross-faced chicken wing. But we ain't going to do that. Polly's my man. Polly, I would never talk bad about Polly for the sole purpose. That dude put me on the map. With the places that he goes and eats, that dude has a special places that that a special set of places that he goes and eats, and the food is just out of this world. He ain't been wrong yet, so no, I will never mess with Paulie. He has, you know, keys to the food paradise, in my personal opinion. Yeah, that's right. It's all in the water, as G from the shop would say. Yes, indeed, and that's that guy knows every relative that I have down there in the Forest Heights, Maryland area. Did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't know that, but, uh, you know, you learn things every day. Hey man, it's a small world, you know, no matter how big we may see it, but, um, moving along, I don't agree with a lot of what Robert had to say, although I liked Robert and I really liked him up until the time I spoke to route 89. Do you know who he is? Uh, I do not. Okay, that's Santana Moss. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I know Santana. I just didn't know yeah, about that yeah, name. We used to call him Route 89 around in this okay. neighborhood. Right. Now, here's the thing. Once I had a conversation up in a shop that he opened, it's a pizza shop. You know him? He has a food chain that, that he's part of, and um, it's a pizza shop around here. So, anyway, 
uh, when I when he showed up in there, and I, I had a conversation about Robert because I've heard a, a a prior conversation before that that he had on a particular guy's show, and it wasn't good because I got the behind the scenes stuff, you know. But talking to him up close and what he told me, uh, I think I was kind of like out on Robert because I was a big huge. A Santana Moss fan. Mm-hmm. I like Santana Moss more. And he said, look, it wasn't the team. It wasn't even the coaches. He said, but your man, he needs to check himself. I left it right there because that's all I really need to know. Now, moving along, I, I, I will say this much in Robert's defense. Grant Paulson ain't a nice dude, man, because I met him in person out at the uh, Ox Brewery when I got my, my got my damn bye-bye Dan Dan's beer. Mm-hmm. He wasn't nice, man. I spoke to him, and he didn't even speak back. So I was out on him right there. So with that said, well, he, he needs to get he, his bedside man well, all right, together. Well, well, you know, listen, I don't know what encounter you had with Grant, so I'm not going to say you didn't have that encounter. I, 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 would, I would just tell you, no, I'm just saying, I wasn't there, so that's not fair for me to judge you. I would just say this, you know, you could have one interaction with somebody and think they're a bad person, you know, whether that be an athlete, an entertainer, you know, me and you, whatever. So my point is, is, you know, like, it's probably not fair to judge somebody based on one encounter, but I I would also tell you that Grant's one of my best friends for the last, you know, 13, 14 years. So I, I, you know, I would, I would give him a chance. Is what I, I would say. A, hey, look, I'm all about giving second and third and fourth chances. Yeah. But there's another guy that I won't even mention his name that I gave three chances to, and he messed him up all the way across the board. So I, but we'll leave that right there. Okay. You know. All right. Good I hear guy. you, Jonesy. I hey, but, listen. I got. I got to. I got to jump in and I got to run uh, because we're up against the top of the hour. I appreciate it uh, as always. Uh, hang in there, Sean. Miami, uh, Bill in North Carolina, Clifton in Clifton. Is that right? Oh, Cliff. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was like Clifton in Clifton. Anyway, that's what it said on the on the little thing. I should have probably uh, realized that. We will get to you as soon as we can. Michael Lombardi, author of Football Done Right, three-time Super Bowl winning executive and strategist coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.